Welcome to We Call It Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I am Notch. I'm Caleb. And I'm Colin. This week, we bring you Bradley Wright Phillips' broadcast career, The Smell at Belson, David Moyes' Dark Room, and Leah Warsaw's Detention List, and a whole lot more. Uh, the intro music for this new podcast is done by a local band, band called Tectonics. Uh, they'll be playing a live session on Radio K this Friday, uh, November 11th at 3.30. So give them a That's listen. Neat. They're for yeah. your friends, right? Yeah. Uh, the lead singer slash lead guitarist is my friend Eric. And it's his band that he started. And they really did live. I saw them at the Turf Club a while ago when they released their EP. So oh, yeah, neat. if you ever see him around the cities, go check, check him out. Tectonics is a cool name too. I like it. All right, definitely. Yeah, it is. Hey, speaking of names, uh, the podcast is now no longer Toughcast. It's called We Call It Soccer. The podcast went upstairs to its room. It's Wixcast. Right? Yeah. It, it, it came down <laughs> from its room with uh, longer hair. It grew its hair out. It's dyed it black. Had white makeup on. A uh, little bit of black eyeliner. You know, the nail polish is now purple. And, and mom, you just don't understand this podcast anymore, okay? I'm different. I'm different. And mom just really had a lot more questions than he really intended. Right. Yeah, it's really weird that you actually actually did that for the podcast. And you're wearing all that stuff right now. Come on, guys. I'm in character. I'm an actor. I'm an actor. You were so method, man. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) When I was watching Goodfellas, where Robert De Niro was... uh, method acting and, and wore silk underpants that uh, Al Capone wore, I was wearing silk underpants too because I wanted to feel how Robert De Niro felt when I was watching the movie. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of We Call It Soccer, which is our new podcast, the, it's going to be slightly different. It's going to be segmented. This one, we're going to cover all of uh, all of the world soccer everywhere. All soccer going on in every corner. Our coverage of the Thai 38th Division is incredible, guys. I just want to say I'm looking forward to when we talk about that. When you talk about grassroots, we go even further beyond that. We are grass seed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As you can tell, we're going to be a little bit quicker moving between sections, so it's not going to be as much analysis of who scored a goal and how exactly that goal came to be (laughs) in the 38th minute of the game, which ended 6-0 with three guys. It's it's not going to be like that anymore. Uh, So let's start... By going to the major listing service, I am looking to buy a, a nice three-bedroom in a walkable neighborhood on the MLS, and uh, I heard there were some playoff games that happened there. Yeah, there was a, a really solid walk score in these quarterfinal matches. Um, we'll start out with some Eastern Conference games. Uh, New York Red Bulls versus Montreal ended up uh, 3-1 to Montreal on aggregate. And they ended up even winning in the away leg 2-1. First Canadian team to get to a conference final or some crap like that, right? Yeah. Just by because they played their game first. Because later, Toronto would advance, too. And they're in Canada. Spoiler but... alert. Hey, oh, by no. the way, you I didn't did... know that? One, one quick thing, okay? I'm just going to say this out loud. Um, I know less about MLS. I've been watching a lot of NASL these last couple of years. And you guys watch a lot of MLS. So I think a lot of these MLS segments, the major listing service segments, segments are gonna be uh subtitle notch learns about mls okay and i just want to ask a question is it really all that much of an achievement for the first canadian team that got to a conference fight like who does anyone care or is it just like honestly uh, the fact that it's taken like how long has montreal been in the league like just five years yeah not as long i think toronto was the first canadian league team in the league and they've been there for 10 years and they just had their first ever win the playoffs this year right yeah. Yeah. so i mean vancouver hasn't been that great montreal has taken a they're while all relatively new or a team so you guys are impressed by this achievement i'm i'm on the meh side of it's an interesting fact about uh, what just happened yeah. I'm not i think like, it's cool Whoa. but it's like oh cool that's I, I, yeah i think it's cool that there are two canadian teams in the conference final that's kind of neat but like the first one who cares i don't know uh, anyway uh this this game had uh, two goals from ignacio piatti and uh one from bwp which uh i just want to give you a quick prompt they've been making these graphics before this game where like it's like david via and bwp like how much they cost how many goals they scored uh and and who was the more worth it player like David it's, Villa, he is the more worth it player because he sells more jerseys. And let's be honest, he's probably better than BWP. He, probably. 
<laughs> Hashtag hot take pancake. <laughs> David Villa is a better soccer player if you agree with than Colin, Bradley Wright Phillips. If you agree with Colin, tweet at us with hashtag hot take pancake. Hot, hot take pancake. You know, you know how Lyndon Johnson, when he was like in the Senate, would like, or he actually when he was president, he had a habit of just like whipping out his dick. Like, yeah, he, he like. called it dum- uh, jumbo. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, weird that I know that, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been. Lyndon Johnson's penis cast. <laughs> so uh, many new segments, you guys. One hundred percent true fact. By the way, this is. I just want to. I just want to think that like David Villa, whenever someone compares him to beat up, he just unzips his pants and like the World Cup trophy falls off. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Compare this, damn it!" When they were reviewing his kick out last week in the first leg, he just whipped that out and like, "Oh yeah, you you can play that sleep. Yeah, it's right. fine. Yeah, yeah." yeah. But but in all seriousness, like when you're talking about worth of a player, David Villa, like you were saying, has sold more jerseys. There's some kid like in Arizona right now who's been a lifelong supporter of Barcelona since two years ago who bought like a million David Villa jerseys the minute he came to MLS. And trust me, as a former Arizona resident, I can confirm that is the level of soccer fan that is in Arizona. Sorry. I'm I'm just saying, like that's that's Dis- where they are at. Are you making a diss track about Arizona soccer fans? Because you should. I mean, the only diss track that I will make will omit the AZ Gooners who do murder shots every right. single we time. Did talk that, about that. Yeah, yeah. 6 a.m. doesn't matter. We will do shots of Yeager. Uh, BWP, the better WP now? Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Not, not the better W, but definitely the better WP. Because Ian Wright is better, according to you. Oh, oh. Arsenal legend, yeah? Uh, there is no doubt that Ian Wright <laughs> is better than Bradley Wright Phillips. I'm sorry, <laughs> well, but hey. this is... <laughs> We're just asking a question, man. Calm down. Uh, again, <laughs> hot takes, hot take pancakes with uh, Colin. <laughs> I will just say that Ian Wright is the better broadcaster for sure. And like, what I think is going to happen in the future is that Bradley Wright Phillips is going to go to match of the day in on the BBC, talking about the EPL. He's going to have an undistinguished career. It's not going to be great. Then he's going to come and work with Taylor Twelman on ESPN, and it's going to be like a breakout. He's going to have a phenomenal – like he's he's going to be everywhere in like 10 years on, on American MLS coverage. Yeah, it's going to be Adrian Healy and Taylor Twelman and then John Champion and Bradley Wright Phillips. And one of them, it's like, oh, you're, you're going to have a, a high-voiced American, and then all of a sudden – two fantastic English voices where one just absolutely knows how the MLS game is played and just nails it. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. All right, on uh, the next game, uh, Taro played uh, Los Angeles, a uh, game that Tim Howard kind of dominated. Uh, but first, what a wonder goal by Shishindashi. Wait, what? Shishindashi? Shimumble, mumble, 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 gashi. What? That's how the announcer said it. That's I was listening to him. He said, Strasen, gosh, he doesn't know how to say it either. That was a wonder goal. Schelza? Yeah, that's it. What that not sounds, said. That okay. sounds like that it sounds, has all of those consonants in there. It was it's a perfect. beautiful goal, though. 40 yards out ah. and curling away from the goal. Oh, it's beautiful. Gorgeous. And it, to be fair, it only happened because it happened in the thin atmosphere of Colorado at a mile high. <laughs> yeah. Like, if this happened in Los Angeles, it would have been caught up by the smog. It would have bounced at the top of the 18 and just ricocheted. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have even gone out for a goal kick. The smog would have ricocheted out for a, a throw in. Like, nobody would have been able to see. We wouldn't have been able to watch the game on TV. It would have been horrible. Yeah, it's like cue the smoke, except for cue the atmosphere. Right. I just want to say something, by the way. The um, name of this match, if you look at the the initials of the team, is Cola. Colorado versus LA. Cola. That's pretty cool, right? I thought that was neat. I I would drink that cola right now, but I'm too busy drinking a nice scotch that I cannot mix with cola. No, that would be horrible. No. I'd hit you if you mix my McCallum with, with cola. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, um, let's take a little quick side trip because we talked about doing some drink reviews with this new podcast. Um, tasting notes with Notch and Colin. Right. Let's talk what about, about this. Caleb? Well, I'm just, I'm not a whiskey guy. I mean, I had a great beer. Why earlier. did I give you that? I am, I'm enjoying it. I appreciate you? it. It is very good. Okay. Yeah, I, I am. Right. I'm nothing right. but grateful for this scotch in All my right, hands. Before I get more angry, uh, tasting notes with Notch <laughs> and Colin. 
Uh, and Caleb goes, meh. So, so by the way, first of all, this is the McAllen Select Oak. Uh, no date statement on it. It's available only at Duty Free Store. It's one of the like, mass market McAllen lines. Uh, and so, what do you think, Colin? What are you getting? So, first off the nose, I'm getting... It, it's it's a slight woodsy t- note off of it. It's not uh-huh. as It's not as harsh as you typically get from... Um, most mid-level scotches, but um, the sip is just candied sugar. Man, this guy knows a lot of words. The best words, in fact. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, yes, I agree with you. It is delicious. Uh, moving back to this game now, it went to penalties. Yeah, uh, Giovanni Dosacero had an awful penalty against Tim Howard, which was pretty great. Hopefully, kind of a preview of what's going to happen on Friday. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just want to say one thing, by the way. If there's a soccer podcast out there that is not making the Giovanni Dosacero joke and it's an American soccer podcast, you need to delete it because they're obviously uncreative hacks. I just want to say that. Uh, they don't know what they're doing. Nope, nope, nope. nope. But Tim Howard did well. Did very That's well. Nice. And uh, we'll talk about this later, but his performance did earn him a starting spot on Friday. He uh-huh. saved two penalties. And they went through 3-1 on penalties. Speaking of someone else who did well, Giovinco, Mr. Hattrick, uh, scored, what is his fifth in the league and playoff play in MLS or something like that. Although, let's be honest, did Giovinco score a hat-trick or did New York City allow five <laughs> goals to happen in front of a home crowd at, I guess it's a stadium that has soccer? Uh-huh. Yes. Like... <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot watch these games that happen at Yankee Stadium where the field is about as narrow as a horse's vision when they have blinders. <laughs> he still got a hat trick. Uh, Josie got one, two. Goldsy always scores. And he lived up to he his did. name in this one. Yeah, and, He really did. Um, unfortunately... Even though Giovinco is playing so well, it won't earn him a spot on the Italian national team because um, apparently that uh, where is it? Their uh, manager Ventura um, said a whole lot about why Giovinco didn't get up there, but why he didn't get selected. Didn't get selected, but basically it comes down to what he said that the lead that he plays in doesn't matter, or it matters very, very little. matters very little. Matters so it matters a little bit, which is. Just frustrating because he's playing amazingly well for any MLS player. And I, let me put it this way: I have no delusions that MLS is a top league or anything right. like that. But all I want to say is that in this comment, the dude dissed the league. He had nothing to say about the player. If you want to say something about like why a player hasn't been selected, talk about his skill. Talk about why mm-hmm. he like just saying like, "Oh yeah, the league sucks." Like that's to me that's annoying, man. Like that's just like uh, you know that that's where distracts come from, you know. Uh, so better get ready because Jur- Jurgen Klinsmann, he's going to get his rap career started. Uh, I hear that Ventura's got Meek Mill and uh, signed, and that's not going to go very well. No, because Meek Mill is not good. Nope, nope, no. nope. No. Yeah. Uh, so Toronto will meet uh, the uh, Montreal Impact after after winning this game. 7-0 in aggregate. I'm pretty sure when the New York City FC players went home, their uh, significant others were like, all right, you are not allowed in this house. And Pirlo's wife was like, all right, here's a buzzer. That hair, that beautiful mustache, gone. You don't deserve it anymore. That's a loss for us all. It it really it's is. A moment I mean, of silence for Pirlo's hair. I, I, saw a, I saw a bearded 11 in which Nat Borchers was like a, a distant member of the squad, but Andrea Pirlo was the guy that was the background image. Beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. man. So long, so long. So long. FC R. Dallas R. versus Seattle. Uh, ended 2-4 to four on aggregate to Seattle. And FC Dallas did struggle right to the end. Yeah, they put in a good fight. They did, did, never stopped trying to get those goals that they, they needed. By the end, they needed four. They only got two. Um, Seattle just had that one away goal that made their efforts just that much more difficult. Um, but credit to them. Credit to their fans. They had a great season. Still two trophies over the year. U.S. Open Cup and the Supporters' Shield. Yeah. So nothing just... Seems that no team has gotten the U.S. treble, and no team will this year. So, and Jordan Morris got hurt in his game, which we'll talk about later. He did injured his hamstring, mm-hmm. was subbed off sometime in the second half. But Seattle, 
advances, will play Colorado in the Potleaf Derby. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Why is that? Because Colorado and Washington have oh, pot-legalized. Legal pot. <laughs> it's gonna be very, very calm, <laughs> cool, collected. They couldn't even call it something cool like the food sales are gonna go through the roof. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I couldn't call food it. sales. You mean pizza sales and maybe fried chicken? I'm just gonna say this really quick. They couldn't call it something like the Mary Jane Derby or like some like creative word. That'd be well, no, no, no. We have the Maple Leaf Derby with Toronto and Montreal. Uh There has to be something for the West, so it has to be the Pot Leaf. Okay, so everything's got to be plant related. Yeah, that's the precedent we're going on for this round. Yeah. So what's the Minnesota Pot? Um, Oh, plant, plant, plant. (laughs) (laughs) Now you got me thinking about (laughs) plant. <laughs> Gee, notch. What are you, a cop? You know what the really funny thing is? I went to every state last year that had legalized marijuana and I didn't have any pot. Like, it's. Uh, I do it every year. I go to states what where it's legal. What is wrong with you, notch? I don't know. I just don't. It's not my scene. I don't. You're going to make me justify this in public. What are you, notch? A narc? Are you a narc? I, I don't are know. Are you a narc? I have just been a vanilla child, okay? I'm just going to say, I hadn't had a drink until I went to college. Uh, All right. Narc. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, Again, speaking of narcs uh, and and federal employees that they are, let's put on our DNR jackets and (laughs) and badges because we're going loon monitoring in our next segment about Minnesota United FC and talking about local soccer news with our local pro team, which has players. Who knew that's a possibility that happens? We have Uh, two whole players, but also well done in that. Oh, uh, Sedway. That was well done. That yeah, was nice. fantastic. clap for Fantastic. Not just Sedway. Thank you, guys. This Thank is you. what I'm happens glad. when we switch from being two United fans to we call it soccer. Our segues get like a hundred times and better. And into the scotch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do with I, I just want to say one other thing, by the way. Justin Davis and Kevin Venegas are now widely uh, thought to be Minnesota United players, but it hasn't been confirmed by the team. In fact, I'm pretty sure like they're going to be like three games into the league. They're going to be playing like all these players are going to be playing for Minnesota, and Eric Durkee is going to be standing on the sideline, be like, Eric, uh, you know, no comment. We're not going to talk about any players that may or may not be signed to Minnesota United. Dude, he's playing like he's right there. He's like three feet from you. Nope, no like, comment. There was one time where I emailed Eric Durkee, be like, hey. I'm one of the new co-hosts on Two United Fans. Is there any way I can get on the um, PR release list? And I got a response that said, no comment. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. So you're still waiting for that confirmation. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah. could be or you couldn't be. Yeah, I, 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 like I still have not. Email. I've, I haven't gotten a single PR release. It might be going to my spam folder, though. Okay, all right. Possibly. Check that but, spam folder. But yeah, so Justin Davis and Kevin Venegas were announced as um, having signed MLS contracts from both Andy Greeter from the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press, mm-hmm. as well as 55-1. Um, they ended up basically posting that, yeah, it's it's done. Yep. Um, solid, solid signings by both of them. I think each one has MLS merits. Um, maybe Justin Davis even a little bit more so because you're not going to find a left back that actually is worth his salt in MLS. And these two, when they signed their contracts before the NASL season, um, had options for MLS worked into that contract. So that might yep. be why they are announced and or are rumored to be announced soon and why no, not a lot of other current or at its former Minnesota United players have been announced yet because they had those in those in those contracts. So it's probably easier to negotiate with them and kind of mm-hmm. get them on the books and ready for next season. A few quick notes. Uh, Amos McGee, former Minnesota Thunder player, former Minnesota Thunder coach, beloved in the state, the guy who introduced Manny Lagos to Miguel Ibarra, for example. Uh, current DC United under-23 manager is currently strongly linked to becoming the director of player personnel at Minnesota United. This is, again, Amos McGee. Uh, Jeb Brofsky, as you were talking about former Minnesota United players, Jeb Brofsky went through surgery for ACL and had some complications. He had blood clots in his legs and lungs. Yeah, it's scary, scary stuff coming from him. But yeah. luckily, it came from him and not anyone else. So we know that he's, he's getting better. Fine. He's getting okay. So, but still, you don't want to see anyone go through that. And Jeb mm-hmm. has been kind of has been welcomed by supporters, and has he has welcomed us into his kind of Twitter life. So, I mean, 
outside of maybe Harambe, I wouldn't want any member, <laughs> anybody else, to join Minnesota United outside of Jeb Brofsky from Twitter this year. I, I hate to break it to you, but uh, okay. Harambe's not going to sign a contract. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, Why won't he sign a contract? Um, let's talk about this off mic, and we'll come back to you. Why won't Harambe <laughs> sign? <laughs> Uh, speaking of disappointment, uh, Carl Craig doesn't yet know his fate in uh, next year, which I think is kind of really disappointing to me personally. Like, I would hope that Carl, at least, like, if he's not going to be brought on, would know about it already. A lot of rumors swirling right now that it might be Gio Savarese. And um, there's a common theme versus with all the managers that are being linked to Minnesota United right now. Yeah, so here's the thing. Outside of Siggy Schmid, in the past week, every single person that has been mentioned as a possible candidate for the Minnesota United managerial job has been somebody that was on the 1996 or 1997 New York, New Jersey Metro Stars roster with Manny Lagos. So, by that, I would assume that either Peter Vermees is going to leave Sporting Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Or we are going to bring in Roberto Donadoni as our manager. <laughs> All hail Roberto Donadoni. What's he even been doing recently? I have absolutely no idea. Where'd you get that tinfoil hat? Not, that appeared real quickly. <laughs> so here's the thing. We are looking for new segments for We Call It Soccer. What I want you to do is send me... Any sort of messages, you can either publicly tweet it or just DM me at the attachment. My DMs are open. You can send me any sort of conspiracy theory, and I will flesh it out for you on the podcast. Okay. All right. Well, a couple of quick pieces of local Minnesota soccer news. The Gopher Soccer of the University of Minnesota won the Big Ten tournament for the first time since 1995 with a 2-1 win against Rutgers. Skyuma! Skyuma! Wonderful. And the St. Thomas Men's Soccer won the Mayak Championship in Division Three against <sighs> McAllister. Skyuma! All right. Yep, well, let's make like Egyptians because it's time to climb down the pyramid with our coverage of the U.S. soccer pyramid and our pyramid scheme section uh, of the NASL and the lower leagues. Really quick, NPSL lost a team this week. Um, that happens pretty much constantly through the offseason, or at least it was last year. But hey, uh, they they gained Kitsap Pumas, who were everybody's heartthrobs with the U.S. Open Cup last year. They were. They were. Little fairy tale run. Um, but the big news this week in the lower leagues is the NASL playoffs. Two games, Indy versus Edmonton, New York Cosmos versus Rio KC. Honestly, neither Caleb nor I watched it. And you know why that is? Come on. Because uh, we just give up. Yeah. I mean, God, without promotion, without promotion regulation, you guys would have watched those games. This is why. Uh, still probably not. <laughs> This was like the most open weekend I've had, and yet, nah. <laughs> all, nah. All I, okay, okay. All I'm going to say is this, all right? I was watching this game in Indy being like, wow, the broadcast quality is really great. The like fans are making a lot of noise. Brickyard Battalion was awesome. You got two of some of the best defensive teams who are in this like this beautiful like coordinated dance almost. Kind of like it was like... I'd say, like, beautiful square dancing in deep, deep Texas of some sort. Like, it, it just was gorgeous. Like, it was, it was wonderful to watch, watching two really defensive teams play like that. And next weekend, deep square dance coverage with Notch Karnick. That's the new podcast that I'm starting. Yeah, you're right. Um, First you have this, then you have Star Trek, then you have square dance coverage. Did Can we you? not be on that one? I trust not what? to be on that one. Seriously? <laughs> I mean, I'll be on a West Wing podcast with you, but I don't know if I can pull off a Star Trek podcast with you, and I definitely can't do a square dance. I'm I've sorry. Uh, square okay. danced once. Hey, I, I do want to ask you, did you drive through Texas on your way back to Minnesota from Arizona? It just so happens as though I did. <laughs> so here's the thing. When I was... I moved from Arizona to Minnesota in, gosh, 2014. Uh -huh. um, so when I was driving, I was driving with two of my dogs who must have eaten something really terrible the night before 
because they were gassy as all get out. So the first stop that I needed to make in our second day was between uh, New Mexico and somewhere in the panhandle of Texas. And I got out of the car and I was like, how is this even worse than the car that I just stepped out of with two gassy pit bulls that were dealing with beans and slash or some sort of manure? And I figured out it was because I drove through like three different stockyards. <laughs> like these were feedlot towns where the entire town is encircled by 7,000 cows that are dropping manure into giant piles and probably also rotting to their own death. This sounds a lot like oh. what people, NASL fans are going to find when the NASL final comes on at Belson. The same reaction, pretty much, as you had when you stepped out. <laughs> Precisely. I mean, here's the thing. So, 2,600, is that the count for the stadium? Something like that? Uh-huh. They have the possibility to at least bring in enough metal bleachers for 5,000. The New York Cosmos are not going to spring for that. They're just going to go with the intimate 2600 that is going <laughs> to make the fan experience that much better. That's not good. Uh, anyway, we'll see what happens when it's actually on TV. We can get through the coverage and see what happens. Um, Do you honestly expect that you're going to be able to get through the coverage and say, oh yeah, this is not sad enough that I'm not going to just stop hate watching it? <laughs> So let me let me let me let get through a few other notes before we go to our break. First of all, there was some Raya OKC news, except there wasn't. Apparently, a disgruntled employee on Twitter decided to talk about how all the players were being released. No, they're not. That was a fake release. So we don't know what's happening with Raya yet. A few NASL awards that came out really quick. Humanitarian of the year is Michael Lahoud for his work in Sierra Leone. Awesome, awesome Good stuff. Good for him! Yay! Yeah. Read job, about the school he opened with K Kamara there. Um, NASL Golden Boot is Minnesota's Golden Boot is Minnesota's own uh, Christian Ramirez. The Golden Gloves are Matt Vanoko, formerly of Minnesota. So it's all about us. And Goal of the Year is Duke Lacroix. What? So even, as, his, even his name is a question. Yeah, really. <laughs> as we're recording, we are watching some of these election results come in. We're uh-huh. recording on Tuesday night, and it, I'm not nervous. You're nervous. Shut up. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But. Honestly, if if the results of this vote are any reflection of how Americans vote for things, um, we're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, President Gary Johnson apparently does <laughs> truth No, no, no. Not. This is President Harambe. This is <laughs> <laughs> he won in a write-in? Are you kidding me? Right. At this point, honestly, Harambe could have won the NASL goal of the year because Duke Lacroix, to me, I mean... Wasn't even in the top three of the best no. goals. And it's kind there of were, ridiculous. There were like 10, 12 candidates. Maybe Duke Lacroix was in the top 10. And like yeah. last week we were watching him and we're like, oh, Duke Lacroix. No, that one's not going to win. Just mm-hmm. no. Well, yeah. Anyway, I think we talked about who we could give it to at our old podcast way long ago last week. <laughs> <laughs> before he switched over. So, hey, why don't we take a quick break here before we climb into the sewer with the Ninja Turtles and uh, do other things like go into the EPL, World Soccer Champions League. We've got a lot more coming up for you right after this break. Welcome back to We Taught Soccer. This is Caleb. This is Colin. This is Nutch. We're going to jump down to the sewer and talk about some U.S. men's Ninja Turtles or U.S. men's national team. Yeah. But we're talking about you, it you, in the you, sewer. You just insulted our listeners' audience. They would have got it if you just let them think about it for a moment. Well, I had to think about it for a little bit. So I Did you? Bench. At, at first, yeah. Damn it. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a little... Um, Colin, are we sure that this is like... You should have him on the show still. It's a new pod. We could get, you know... Yeah, you guys know that I can hear you, right? Oh, <laughs> I really thought that stage whispers were totally. 
Yeah. That anyway, was, you know, uh, you know, in, in a, all everything we've said so far is scripted. It's in our notes, and uh, with those previous lines, it said aside. So I kind of assumed it was, you know, stage directions. But, but, you, but you see, right there, it says Caleb, whispering. You guys know you can hear me, right? Oh, uh, oh, yeah. I rookie mistake. I yeah. should have noticed that. I just following the st- the script, man. I'm. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see, that's why he's on the show. Yeah. That's why yeah. he's on the show. <laughs> and also, this is why we never made it in Aaron Sorkin dramas, because we were not able to stick directly to every single line that is written on the page. I see you've been listening to the West Wing Weekly. I have indeed. Great oh, podcast. Great, great show. One yeah. of my favorites of all time. Seriously. Yeah. It's a great TV show. The West Wing Weekly is a great podcast. If you're not listening to that already and you're a West Wing fan, you are screwing yourself out of a great time. Uh, but by the way, speaking of screw, uh, there's there's no segue with screwing yourself out of a great time with Jurgen Klinsmann's twenty three man roster. I'm sure if we X. thought about it for a six man roster. Oh my bad. I'm yeah. sure if we thought about it for a while. We can get, get there, but let's just move on. Let's just move. Yeah, on. yeah. Let's do it. So so players, th- we have them. People can go read who was called up if they if they go online. Uh, were there any surprises for you guys? Uh, you called up four goalies, which usually only help three. Um, usually it's Howard and Jazan traditionally, and then. Switch out the third one, either Horvath or Yarborough. But instead, he just called the ball four. And I mean, it it has been Romano for a while. I think mm-hmm. it's he's finally been fully phased out of that third spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, both Ethan Horvath and Will Yarborough. Do we honestly care who the third goalkeeper is at this point? Wow, you just broke like Horvath and Yarborough's hearts. Uh, they just heard you from like thousands of miles away, and like, like I feel a disturbance in the soccer fandom, <laughs> uh, and a solitary tear rolled down their faces. Uh, I care, I care. No, who's you think is gonna start though? It's gonna be Howard, right? That's the hard. Yeah, it, it's it's been announced that it's gonna after, be Howard. Yeah, after his performance against LA, they announced that he's gonna play on Friday. Okay, so uh, I also just want to say one thing. Uh, they call up Stanko to the team. And I just want to say every time that there's a, a call up, we need to have at least one player whose name can be like juvenile, a juvenile joke. So you'd have like well, Greg Pisso or like uh, Don City or something, you know. But also called up from Sunderland is Lyndon Gooch. Gooch. So Gooch. there's also, the, we have two this time around. Gooch. Yeah. So basically, the, he's the nickname of a previous. Uh, U.S. Men's National Team player Gucci mm-hmm. on the the Gooch. Yeah. So uh, next thing, next thing you know, you know, we're gonna have all the nicknames of the players. So there's gonna be a new U.S. Men's National Men's Ninja Turtle called uh, Goalsy Always Scores. Uh, you're gonna have another <laughs> one uh, called um, LD. You're gonna have another guy called the Secretary of Defense, which is a terrible name to give a child. I just want to say. It's, and it's and not, not only that, to live up to. you're also gonna have Deuce Bigelow. Called up to the national team. Oh my god, Rob, Rob Schneider is actually a soccer fan. You guys, I know this. he is. Isn't I know it, he is. Isn't Club Tigres, yeah, so, or like Pumas, yeah. one of the two. I yeah. forget which one he's. One of the chat ones down there. Yeah, that's the most random thing I have ever heard in my entire life. But but he loves it. So yeah, good, good, good. good, good for we, him. Yeah. Um, Jordan Morris was picked to, by Twinsman to for this uh, Dos Cicero future game, um, but he got injured. In the Damonist Dallas, uh, Alan Gordon, striker from LA, 35 year old, got called up in his place. Do you want late goals? Because this is how you get late goals. Because Alan Gordon, last five minutes, comes in with his glorious headband and his beautiful hair that he stole from Parallel. <laughs> and uh, yeah. after he shaved it off. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Better make that uh, joke when we re record. The first Why time. did you mention that? <laughs> 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 All right, let's let's go on. Going behind uh, the curtain, <laughs> right? Uh, so are you guys going to Columbus for this? Like a lot of people are going from here. Um, uh, I I have four a... words for you: part-time youth director. No, four words for you. I have a job. Uh, I have four words for you. Um, it's gonna be fun, and I can't really count words when I'm speaking. So, uh, I mean, he got us there. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would have loved to have gone for this game, but I just finished my travel. I don't want to do anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I will be watching. Are you guys going to go to the Crooked Pint maybe Friday night? Possibly, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll see what I'm up to. But I think it'd be fun. We yeah. should do that. Uh, the, so, so, that's enough for men's national team coverage for now. We will we'll review the game as it happens uh, with a 2 0 victory for uh, U.S. men's Ninja Turtles. And, uh, but, Next thing we should go to our EPL coverage, 
segment called The Pub. Every week, we're going to go and sit in a different pub and talk about the EPL. So guys, let me just stop the tape right here. And when we come back, we'll be at the pub. All right, now we are at a pub called The Old Cock. That's the last pub I would ever drink from. <laughs> the Old Cock? Well, we're yeah. here right There's now. No Don't way. say it too loudly. There's no way I am drinking from The Old Cock. I, I hear the taps of The Old Cock are pretty great. I, they're well used, I'll tell you that much. Exactly. Uh, it, it was a bit of a hairy experience <laughs> the last time I went to The Old Cock. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just got to be honest that the setting is just starting to get a little bit droopy for me. I know, I know. I mean, when they first built the old cock, I was gonna say this erection it looks a little bit weird. We've we've gone to the pub called the old cock because uh, uh, in honor of Jose Mourinho. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate that man so much. He's such a git, and he's finally getting what he deserves, and he's deserved for so long. Uh, you know, he screwed up all of last year to the point now where Antonio Conte has as many wins uh, right now in the EPL since the start of last season as Jose Mourinho does, which is glorious. That stat made me so happy on the inside. There is nothing that I like about Jose Mourinho. I mean, it, part of me wants to appreciate the fact that he has a history of winning. Part of me wants to appreciate that he can drill a side into doing his will. No, 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 no. He did beat Bob Bradley, though. Bob Bradley. Bob Bradley. But at this point, almost everyone has beat Bob Bradley in the oh, yeah. uh, EPL. So that's. You think he's going to be given more of a chance, Bob Bradley? I think so. I think it would be given at least not after January. I mean, um, the brain some dies in. Maybe. Danny Gabadon says that he can't take his American accent seriously, so. <laughs> Uh, suckers i'm okay because i'm an immigrant i got a different one <laughs> when i become manager of swansea city people will take me seriously it's gonna be great any minute now notch karnick the next francesco guidoin he wasn't there for that long you think i'm going to be <laughs> like come on now let's be honest i thought we were talking about reality here uh, do you even play football manager bro <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Mourinho uh, beat Bob Bradley, but lost to Fenerbahce in the uh, Europa League, which is the first time Manchester United have, have lost five consecutive games in Europe uh, ever. Fantastic. As someone who also disliked Manchester United for many years when they were winning everything, that's awesome. Uh, Musa So, player for Fener, had a phenomenal goal, guys. Did you guys watch this? That was... I think the kids call it lit. <laughs> <laughs> little fire emoji <laughs> is what they would use if if we were children that's what we would do yeah. yes yeah 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 it, it's it's a it's a cross from the sideline basically a little bit outside the box comes straight to Musa so it's pretty much center in the box volleys it bicycle kick and not all those like lame bicycles where the ball like and a skid towards the goal it's like a cannonball boom pass the hair beautiful and he just leaned back and did it like sometimes there's a little bit of a recoil mm-hmm. you go into your jump no no he just kind of fell back it was like up oh, fell this backwards is good and like kicked it but then like kind of roll, rolled onto his back yeah and was like oh i made it awesome i'm so so that's what i do yeah 90 seconds into the match too but the big shame though he did not do a cartwheel out of it no 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 that that that's the kind of thing that you do when uh you're uh when you've made it into a bigger team than Fenerbahce. Uh, until then, they, they tell you, like, when you're playing for the Turkish League, they're like, guys, look, you can't do that right now. Uh, but, but hey, um, Bob, Pogba also scored. He managed to get a goal, finally. It was It's all been worth it, the money that they spent on him. It's come good. So, the money breakdown with his goals, how's that compared to David Villa and BWP and their goals? And their <laughs> oh, goals? man. Because <laughs> yeah. I think Manchester United, well, they made a big mistake. Signing him. <laughs> they should have they should have got Bradley right? <laughs> Phillips. <laughs> no, here's the bigger mistake. All of those Adidas ads that show him doing acrobatic goals and is this his, is this honestly his first goal this year? I think no. I because he scored in the, feels in the yeah, like he scored in the Premier League earlier this year. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but it's it yeah, it's definitely one of those things where it's been long enough that we've all forgotten. Um and by the way, it's been long enough, so we've all forgotten is the story of the Trump campaign. Um, we still don't know who's won because we're recording on Tuesday night. Uh, 
So, so thanks for listening to this from your bunker that you built out back. Right. This is the last episode of We Call It Soccer because <laughs> all of us are dead now. The rampaging hordes have taken us, or at least we're in undisclosed locations. So um, I wanted to make sure that we would get done by 8 o'clock tonight just so I wouldn't have to drive home through a hail of gunfire. Yeah. Well, you're you're in the midway in St. Paul, so that's unavoidable. Sorry. Like, that's hey. just... <laughs> that's a topical reference if there ever was one. Hey, one of the things, Zlatan Ibrahimovic got a goal in the Swansea game. Uh, but I want also want to mention that Pogba's goal came because Zlatan missed a header, which I thought was kind of kind of poetic, you know? Yeah, yeah. The old I, man missing something, the young kid both hyped to high heaven, uh, and the kid gets the goal. Mm-hmm. There's a Goodwill Hunting movie there, I think. Yeah. Not London Derby. You're wearing an Arsenal jersey right now. I am wearing an Arsenal jersey right now, and... Um, I'm not wearing the jersey that they wore. It was actually a home match for Arsenal, despite the fact that it honestly didn't really sound like it because it's at the Emirates and mm-hmm. we have really bad... We? I will claim myself <laughs> as a part of the no, Arsenal. I'm with him on this one. I When I talk about Liverpool, I say we. It, it, it just slips. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. See, I get the team, but the stadium, guys. God, I mean, like, I wasn't, I wasn't even an Arsenal fan before the Emirates. Like, I, I got into Arsenal the same year that they moved from Highbury to the Emirates. So I, okay, I don't remember the days where everybody was so tightly packed in and. And to be ab- uh, and to be fair, you did study abroad in London and pass by uh, the Emirates every single day on, oh, yes, on the yes. bus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and also when I would pass by um, White Hart Lane, I would get this intense smell of manure, and <laughs> and that that just that just set it off for me. Are so. you sure that all of the smelliness that you're perceiving in this world is you know the world and not? I mean. Don't. I, there's a common denominator here, Colin. Yeah, that's, I'm just saying, Colin. Trust me, the only reason I smell bad is because I had to get out and vote at 6:45 in the morning. <laughs> I I did not have time to shower today. I'm sorry. Um, but in any case, uh, North London Derby. It, it was for the neutral. I think it was a decent enough game. It was fairly back and forth, um, attacking on both sides. Uh, both goals on set pieces. One was the free kick, and the other one was a penalty. Right, and. The penalty, I've seen a lot of Arsenal fans say that it was weak. Mm-hmm. I honestly disagree. I think it was okay. a stupid foul by Lauren Koscielny that rightfully ended up in the back of the net. And Okay. Yeah. So so with that, it, it was... I don't know if it was two points dropped or a, a good point because, let's face it, it it's been... I think six matches now yeah. since Arsenal was able to get full points from the North London Derby. Well, I, I will say also that this allowed uh, Liverpool, who spanked Watford 6-1, to go top of the table, which I like, man. I'm so happy about that. It's like it's the 80s. Middle fingers in the air for that one. Seriously, uh, man. We'll probably just slip and, you know, give it away soon. But <laughs> Yeah, Chelsea also but, spanked Everton 5-0, which I wasn't happy about. I... My wife was very happy about that. Mentioned last she's week that she's a Chelsea fan. fan. I worked on Saturday from six thirty until like five. I got home, mm-hmm. and the first thing she said to me wasn't, "Hey, how's your day?" It was, "See the Chelsea store." <laughs> yeah, five nothing. Yeah. Pretty great, yeah. huh? No, yeah, uh, my day was great, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, so one other team that did win a game uh, and score some goals was Sunderland, who are at bottom of the EPL table with only five points at the moment. Swansea City are tied with them. That's kind of sad. Uh, but Sunderland have really just not been doing great, which is ex- uh, kind of exacerbated by the fact that they're managed by David Moyes. This was his like triumph, supposed to be his triumphant return to the Premier League, and uh, not so much. Not so much. No, he's. He's taking it pretty badly, too. After games, he kind of goes into a dark room and drinks red wine. Very literally. Here is the money quote. That wasn't a joke. Yeah, here's the money (laughs) quote from The Guardian. It's damning, I agree, Moyes added. It does make me feel lousy, and I do. I don't feel good about it, but you've got to take it. I probably spend Saturday night, and quite often, in a darkened room somewhere. Sunday gets a wee better, but not much. And hopefully by the time Monday morning comes... You're ready to go again. 
you know, he's just talking. He's he's talking about how hardcore the Sunderland ultras. Are. They're like those Eastern European ultras that would like beat up their players after losing. Moyes is like thrown into the back of the van, taken to the like insides of an empty ship where there's a guy who looks like Lashiv with like the um rope, and he like Moyes is tied to a chair with the bottom cut out. Moyes Wait, is naked, hold on. and the guy does like, this guy also bleed from his his exactly? Oh man, that is scary as. I mean, in David Moyes' mind, though, that he is probably James Bond. Let's 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 say that right there. But yeah, I also I just want to say I was joking. So this was like last year when Alan Marcino was in charge of the San Antonio Scorpions. I was joking about how Marcino was sending his players into a dark room <laughs> to think about what they did every time they lost. Yeah. I would thought I was kidding around. Not so much. Seems this dark room thing is a real managerial strategy. I mean, it, it seems real depressing too. Does he like? Put on a record of this. I want. I want to know more about David Moyes' dark room. Does he listen to the record of the Smiths? Does he watch the Notebook and Saab? I don't. I want to know more. I, I, I see him as more of a Joy Division Joy man Division. than a oh, Smiths okay. man. I also want to see the new Minnesota United manager. When we lose, he should be sent sent into that sensory deprivation room that they have at the University of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The one you know, the quietest room in the world that apparently you can't sit in for like more than like a minute without getting really disoriented. I've really wanted to go in there and Me just too. like. See if I can get a signal on my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one other quick Moyes note, because there's a juicy Moyes stories that came out. After they won against Bournemouth, here's what he said <laughs> to the unprompted to a reporter. We went to a factory this week, showing the players that it's much better to be a footballer than working in a factory. Okay, David Moyes. They didn't know that before the game? Right. Well, some people are like, should have, you should have taken him to a championship match or like, you know, uh, something like that. That would have been a little more appropriate. Should have taken them to a Cosmos match. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's one coming up in a couple of weeks. That should be a great example. Oh. Um, Any other EPL stuff, guys? Anything from England that you can think of? No, nah, you uh, know, just, I, I almost think that we need to actually move on to some... Um, places that don't actually call it soccer. Yep, they don't call it soccer. The rest of the just, world. Just one more thing about EPL. Mm-hmm. We're top of the league. Yeah, Sorry, okay. I won't be able to say that next week. That's so, why I was oh. saying we need to move on <laughs> to some places that don't too late, call it too late. soccer. I did it already. So, so uh, something happened in the Irish division that you brought into the like, Irish what was fifth this? division. Not even professional soccer oh. in Ireland. East uh, East Kilbride. I think I'm saying that right. But Irish fifth division team broke uh, Dutch kind of heavyweights Ajax's record for do not hate on the wins. team that I have for my main football manager save oh I thought you were gonna say like you, that's my like Dutch team and then you got like a team in every single day no 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 wait no, you coach East Tilbred uh, no no I, I coach Ajax, <laughs> Ajax. Mm-hmm. those so, excellent youth setups man okay so East Tilbred broke their record for consecutive wins uh I asked uh Team that had 26 consecutive wins had uh, Johan Cruyff, mm-hmm. one of their players. Uh, um, so East Hillbride won the 27th game uh, this past weekend. I asked helped them celebrate by sending 27 cases of beer with the message, we hope you have a good party. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. That is fantastic. <laughs> so good news in this awful post-Trump world that we're living in. Right, exactly. You know, you might be hearing gunfire and shells outside, but at least the Irish 5th Division is an abundance of beer right now. As if they didn't already. Right. to that. <laughs> hey, minutes per goal in Europe's top five leagues. There was an infographic that came out recently, and Messi and Ribéry are kind of running away um, with the lowest minutes per goal. Messi's up top. I think it's something like 55 minutes or something close to that. Uh, Ribéry's kind of also just a little bit behind him, and then a little bit behind... Ribery is Alvaro Morata in third, and then the graph after that kind of becomes a normal graph. But mm-hmm. like Messi and Ribery are really just putting him in quite a bit, quite often. Avaro, Shocker. Alvaro Morata is, is kind of a surprise Did on you there. Say Mar- Madera? That Marata? sounds like a line of Did furniture. Oh, Madera. Morata. <laughs> there you go. That's what I, my bad. That's what happens when you're sipping on McAllen. <laughs> That's right. We have actual whiskey now. Yes. Uh huh. Uh, but he's a little surprised on that list, uh, being so high on that list. He's p- been playing really well, despite all of the, I guess, all the competition with Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it is pretty good. I'm, I'm happy for the guy. Yeah. Uh, amateur Mexican soccer news now next because I know all of our listeners have been waiting for that. So, yeah, amateur Mexican soccer news. It can only be done right. Wrong. A player actually killed the ref after receiving a red card. What? <laughs> yeah, there's a really quick left turn. I'm really That's sorry. Terrible. <laughs> oh my god what happened i almost um, think we need to like re-record for a good segue for that man like um haha <laughs> jokes 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 and then somebody died somebody <laughs> died uh this is from deadspin um all we know is that the teams were canario Rojo gomez and linda vista the um, linda vista this the very same okay um, <laughs> um the uh player Ruben Rivera Vasquez doesn't say in the article what team he's on or was on. I assume he won't be on the team anymore. <laughs> oh, you hope not. Uh, received a red card. In the response, he cold cocked the ref, knocked him out clean. Uh, Victor Trejo and the, Trejo died on the scene. That's disgusting, man. It, you know, all jokes aside, that's fucking disgusting. That's horrifying. Yeah. It's the dark side of soccer. And unfortunately, this is still. This still happens. It seems like at least once well, a year somewhere. Yeah, it happened in killed. America last year. I believe it was like in Philadelphia or somewhere, right? Like on the East Coast, there was a referee who got smacked and like fell down. Uh, and because particularly when you knock someone out cold, this is like an actual pro tip. Mm-hmm. When one of your friends gets knocked out cold in front of you, go and grab them. Because when you fall down, like you get tripped or something, there's a lot of like involuntarily muscular reflexes that you're using to like cushion your fall. When you fall after getting knocked out cold, that's not happening. Your head is going to go straight like bam and hit the ground. Like there's a rock oh, yeah. there, particularly on concrete. You are screwed. Um, so uh, this is horrible, guys. Like that sucks. Uh, I'm sorry for that guy's family in particular, you know. But like, man, you, you hate to see any sort of violence in soccer. But I feel like the refs in particular are sacrosanct because they're just there to like volunteer their time. Yeah, this is the Mexican fifth division. This isn't he's not a professional referee at all. Yeah, I'm guessing. And even if he was a right. professional, you know, like it's one thing when it's players or like fans who at least chose to be there and, and you don't want anyone to get killed. But I'm saying like when there are incidents involving them, mm-hmm. like it's one thing that they chose to be there. But like referees are volunteers. They don't have a leg in this fight like or a horse in this fight. It's just they're just there to volunteer and be cool. And Like it's disgusting. It's awful. I don't like this at all. Why don't we lighten the mood by talking about some UEFA Champions League? Sure, sure. I'll okay, let you segue cool. us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that's that's the best possible segue that we can do. Yeah, just something yeah. awkward where we realize how sad it is. Um, <laughs> hey, Pep Guardiola, not his team. Pep Guardiola defeated Barcelona. Wow. Yeah, at least he was able to get a win. For but once. also the but also nice. <laughs> but also the. 11 players on the pitch also beat Barcelona. Not important. Yeah, who um, cares? Um, the other Spanish giant tied against a Polish team in front of no fans. Yeah, so let's do a list. Uh, Real Madrid um, ended up drawing 3-3 against Ligia Warsaw. Um, they had no fans simply because... Warsaw did. Yeah, Warsaw had no fans because... Um, during their fixture against Borussia Dortmund, they were called out for the following. Crowd disturbances. Ding. Racist behavior. Ding. Fireworks. Ding. Throwing of objects. Ding. Blocking stairwells. Ding. Insufficient organization. Ding, 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 ding. I mean, <laughs> why are you getting dinged for fireworks? I'm a huge fan okay, of I don't anything think you... that can explode. Okay, 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 okay. See, I would say that based on what you saw at the final Minnesota United game of the year where there's like one guy with a scarf over his head. Holy flare, look how cool I am. You know what actually happened though? Uh, there was a video on Facebook of two Polish teams which there were two sets of fans like on opposite side of a corner throwing flares at each other from one section like across the stadium like <laughs> in the air. But like, see, and there are multiple of them like just without like... Imagine you're standing in a section and a flare comes flying at you. Here's the difference, though. At least say in your sanction against a team that you were sanctioning them because they threw the flares at them. Like, fireworks are awesome. 
fireworks shot at someone else are not awesome. (laughs) Make sure that you are sanctioning somebody because they are shooting fireworks at someone else. This 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 has been a PSA from We Call It Soccer. Right. I I, I think it would be really funny if, like, Legit Warsaw Board of Directors was like, guys, this Borussia Dortmund game is really cool. You know, to celebrate, we should have, like, a big fireworks display after the game. And they have it. And the UEFA Champions League guys like, what, fireworks? We didn't sanction this. No fans (laughs) in the next game, guys. Stamp down. Uh, well, anyway, the, the the fans that weren't there missed probably one of the best goals that I've seen in the Champions League recently, which is Gareth Bale's um, volley cannonball from outside of the box into the net. Beautiful, beautiful Absolutely goal. Go watch gorgeous. this if you can. Go watch it. Uh, anything in the end, guys? We're, we're done with all of our like notes and stuff. Is there anything else we need to talk about finally? Here's one thing that I do want to mention. So... Um, Football Manager 17 came out this week, and it has a couple of AI settings uh-huh. that... Did they have Gandhi from Civilization in there? Oh, if only. <laughs> if only. Oh, no, your team's been bombed by Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but in all seriousness, Football Manager 17 has a number of different AI settings that alter how UK teams deal with the incoming Brexit. So... Uh-huh. So once Article 50 is enacted, there's a bunch of different possible interpretations as to how it's going to impact all of the foreign players that play in the UK leagues. Um, Here's my question. Uh Assuming that Donald Trump wins, how is Football Manager 18 going to deal with that? I think they'll just stop having U.S. soccer in there because Trump doesn't like things that are not us only i think at that point soccer became becomes a two-on-two game that's played inside like a 10 by 10 bunker so um (laughs) i think you know basically we can just i would just assume that donald trump clearly understands that crooked hillary is part of the fifa corruption scandals that she was the one that abetted all of those bribes that Uh led to Cutter getting the 2022 World Cup, and as such, we are going to be seceding entirely from FIFA, and we are just going to be playing our own game. Okay, you put a lot of thought into that. I wasn't expecting that. No, I work at a desk for eight and a half hours a day. I've got way too much time. Someone tweet things at Colin, questions and like concerns, and then then uh, that would be helpful. Uh, Yeah, ask about that offside drill from last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like honestly, we should have a segment now that we have started up a new format. Ask Tinfoil Hat Colin, where (laughs) you can just send me the most ridiculous things possible, and I will come up with a conspiracy theory to go along with it. Yeah, tweet you at where. At the attachment. Okay, perfect. Yes, send your crazy questions to Colin. Uh, Caleb, if people want to have actual normal, rational conversations with you, uh, where do they find you on Twitter? I'm at kolson716. All right, and you can find me behind the two United Fans account at TWO United Fans. This has been We Call It Soccer, a production, a podcast, a wonderful piece of information produced for you by two United Fans, which you can find on iTunes. Google Play Podcasts. You can also find it on Stitcher, SoundCloud. But of course, you're not going to need to do any of that because you're subscribed already to the old Toughcast feeds and we just updated all of them. So do me a favor. Tell your friends that, hey, remember that other podcast that I kept trying to tell you to listen to? Well, it's changed and there's now even better than it used to be, which is already awesome. So uh, get And get not only that, listeners. make sure that you review us on iTunes, on any of these different feeds that allow you to review things. It helps us out, and it tells us what we are doing fantastically with. You actually pay attention to online reviews? Sometimes. Okay. I uh, I, I, I put up... You, I mean, man, this Do United Fan started with YouTube videos, and, like, YouTube comments are enough to make you stop doing anything uh, comment-related <laughs> online. It's the only thing worse are news article uh, comments. It's mainly that I see the star reviews. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, I said this really, really offensive thing. And all of a sudden, our star reviews went up. That's terrible. Just for the listener, can you refresh them on what offensive thing you said? 
Um, <laughs> please I, don't. I, I've please lost. Don't. Please don't. No. I've lost uh, track at this point. <laughs> okay, please don't. Yeah, thank you. Uh, all right. Well, with that, before before things go completely out of hand, uh, thank you for, again for listening. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week for another episode of We Call It Soccer. Soccer.